make sure that you don't find yourself stuck in phase one because you make more money and you spend more money and then you never have the ability to grow your business or you don't have the foresight to realize that you need to build a business that's independent of you, right? Because if you do that, you might have financial freedom, but you won't have time freedom. And the key to this model is that we want to create time freedom for your life, right? Time freedom plus financial freedom equals wealth. Welcome to the Uncensored Show with your host, George Atchampal, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need it to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about something that I probably have touched on at some point in one of our podcast episodes before, but I'm not sure if I've done a complete episode on it. Um, So if you're a longtime listener, forgive me if I have. Um, But this concept is something that absolutely could be reiterated, but I'm almost certain I've never exclusively talked about it in a podcast. All right. So today we are going to talk about something I like to call the wealth triangle. And what exactly is the wealth triangle, right? So the wealth triangle is this concept of understanding the three different ways or steps or however you want to look at it to building wealth. Um, If you're a working professional, this This concept may not seem like it's totally applicable to you, but I believe if you understand the core concepts, it will make sense and it will be something that you can apply to your life. All right. So when we think about building wealth, you know, oftentimes we think about, you know, investing. And that's usually the first thing that people think about. Right. Like I got to go out and purchase assets. And that is a very important component of building wealth. However, I, my personal belief is that it's the third step in the process. So let's kind of just talk through what the wealth triangle is. So the first step in the wealth triangle is you, you making you money, right? And the way you do that is by having a high income skill set. All right. And so what is a high income skill set? A high income skill set is anything that you can do, any skill set that you've acquired where you can charge a premium to provide that service, right? So let's say you're a really good photographer, um, right? You are making you money, but you know that's your high income skill set. Let's say you're a consultant. Um, let's say that you're a tax advisor, right? Whatever it is, you've acquired a skill set that people are willing to pay a premium for. So the, your first step to building wealth is to invest heavily in becoming the best at that skill so that you can charge more, right? Oftentimes people wonder when and how like some folks can be in the exact same profession and charge drastically different prices, right? I remember when I first started my career in uh, financial advising, if I look at what I was charging then versus what I'm charging now, my goodness, it is so dramatically and drastically different, 
right? So it's very important that the first investment that you make on the path to building wealth is investing in yourself because that is going to allow you to increase the money that you charge for your high income skill set, which is the first phase of building wealth, you making you money, right? Earned income. And there's several variations of of this concept, right? I know like, uh, what's your guy's name? Uh, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. He has his the cash flow quadrant, right? Um, so this this concept is a, is a bit simplified in that it's the wealth triangle, right? So quadrant four, triangle three steps, right? First one, high income skill set. So what are you doing? What can you do to increase your high income skill set, right? How can you get paid more and more for the thing that you're skilled to do, right? Become better at it. Require more skills, right? Do a very niche specific aspect of it so that you are a specialist, right? No different than the medical field, right? If I'm a doctor, um, a general physician versus a neurosurgeon, one is going to get paid dramatically more because they are a specialist, right? So your high income skill set. Now, this next part is very important. And I think it's, it's missed on a lot of people is that the key to building wealth is that as your high income skill set grows, your lifestyle does not grow with it, right? Now, I'm not saying you can't, you know, enjoy the luxuries of life, but if you were making it off of 30,000 and then you make 60,000, you don't need to jump to a $60,000 lifestyle, right? We're all guilty of that, right? Like we all graduated college, we all were making meager wages and we made it work and had a decent life. And then next thing you know, you go from 30 grand to 60 grand to 80 grand to 100, whatever your salary is. And um, next thing you know, it's like, man, why am I not saving at least 50% of my income, if I was able to live off 30,000 uh, 30, before and now I'm making 60, right? Business owners, same thing, right? Your business was making 50,000, now it's making 500 and somehow like you're not extremely profitable. Why is that, right? Obviously there's other factors in order to make, to make that money. You probably had to, you know, in, invest heavily in human capital or systems or resources, but we have to be mindful of making sure that in order to successfully transition into the next phase, we are taking a lot of that excess money as our high income skill set grows and we're able to charge more so that we can do phase two. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of, oh shit, Picture Financial Shit. Got up. Turn it on. All right, there we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another segment of Fix Your Financial Friday, where each and every Friday we help you fix at least one thing as it pertains to your finances. So today, what I want you to do is I want you to stop ignoring the 800 numbers. I want you to call up your creditors. Take control, right? It's not a boogeyman on the other side of the phone. Just somebody who you owe a little bit of money to say, hey, look, I ain't got it right now. I plan to get it. You know what I'm saying? Just get off my back for a little bit. No, that's, don't say that. But just let them know, like articulate where you are, you know, that you're trying to make progress in the situation, that you are aware you're not ignoring them. Because oftentimes they just want to know that like somebody is actually planning to rectify the situation. And it's going to give you a ton of peace of mind to just get that off your back so that you're not having to ignore them. Because when you don't answer the phone, they're going to keep calling until you pick up the phone. 
when you pick up the phone and say, hey, look, let's touch base in another 45 days. I'll let you know where we are. Most of these creditors are probably going to be a little bit lenient right now during the pandemic, understanding that people have a lot going on. So, yeah, pick up the phone, call your creditors, get right and get that monkey off your back so that you can stop feeling that pit in your stomach every time an 800 number comes across your uh, phone. And phase two is building a scalable business, right? And the scalable business is when people or systems are making you money, right? People or systems are making you money, right? And sometimes when people hear that, they think like system is like this convoluted concept, right? System, it just feels like technological and it can be, right? Systems um, by and large, you know, can involve technology, right? But a system is anything that increases the probability of success, right? And of course, in the event of a scalable business, you know, a system largely is going to be the infrastructure that you put in place that allows you to do more of what you were doing um, when it was just your high income skill set. So let's look at that in real time. Let's say that you are, um, I'll give you two examples, right? A barber, right? You're a barber and you get so good and you're able to charge $80, $100 a cut. You're a celebrity barber, right? And people are willing to pay, pay a premium for your service. And there's some barbers that are still charging 20, 25 bucks, right? That's awesome. But how many heads can you cut, right? There's only so many you can cut. So a system, the next level to that would be, let me go out and own a barber shop where now people Right. And the system that I put in place is allowing me to make money without me having to be in the chair or being the sole person of having to like be cutting people. Right. That's a, a very logical and easy example. Right. Because now you got, you know, eight people paying you two fifty a week in booth rent. Right. And even if you don't cut a single head, you're making money. Right. Um, another example that might resonate with uh, a lot of you based upon the nature of your business. Let's say that you're uh, a coach. Right. Or a personal trainer or a consultant. And, you know, you get to the point where you're very well sought after and people are paying you a premium to coach, train, consult with them. Right. What does a scalable model look like where, where people or systems are making you money? Right. If you're a coach, maybe you create an accelerator program or a group coaching model. So instead of, you know, spending one hour talking to one person, now you spend one hour talking to a 10 to 20 person cohort. That's extremely scalable. Right. And so that gives you a way to spend the same amount of time, but using a system, not even using other people. You're using a system that allows you to make more for your time. Right. I think that's that's why I wanted to give that example, because a lot of times people think system, you know, or people means like this just, you know, super technological infrastructure when it doesn't have to be. Right. I go from having one on one conversations with people to now coaching them in groups. Right. In some instances, you you might have to pull back on the price that you charge people if it's in a group format. But it's all about positioning. You don't necessarily have to charge less. Right. You could have been charging, you know, let's just say twenty five hundred dollars for a 12 week group coaching program. I know folks who charge seventy five hundred dollars for a group coaching program. Right. It's all about the positioning. Right. Positioning saying, hey, now you actually have a, a new benefit. Right. And before we were meeting once a month. Now we can meet weekly. Why, why can you meet with them weekly now? Because 
you're meeting everybody at one time. So the reason why you couldn't meet with them weekly before is because, man, if you met with everybody weekly, you'd be burnt, burnt out. You had to kind of space out your calendar. Right. Or maybe you were meeting with them weekly. And that's why you had to create a group coaching model, because you were increasingly getting burnt out because it's like, man, I'm seeing, you know, 20 different clients every single week, especially for my personal trainers. Right. But now when you have this group coaching model right now, you can meet with multiple people at one time. Right. So that's a a prime example of how a system, a change in a system can make you money to make your business more scalable. Right. People. Right. So if it's just me doing it and I go out and hire three or four or five more Georges, then naturally we can serve more people. Right. I simply create a spread. Hey, look, you know, for everybody that comes through the door, you know, you get 80 percent. I get 20 percent of that. And even though I'm getting 20 percent of that, I'm getting 20 percent off of five people. Right. Or I have enough cash flow on the top end where I'm paying a flat salary and I get to keep the profits. Right. But people or systems is how you can scale your business. Now, the, the big question is, and what we talked about in the last podcast with our guest, Maya, is when to scale your business. Right? I'm not going to go into detail about that because you can go listen to that podcast. But, you know, if you're bursting at the seams or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like you're constantly having to put people on a wait list, it's time to scale. Right. Or it could be simply that you have a proven system. And in t- instead of like just doing it one to one, you know that it makes more sense to go ahead and create a more robust model, right? Where you can serve more people. All right, so what is the third tier in the wealth triangle? Invest in high return assets. I'll say that again. Invest in high return assets, all right? So, now that you've developed your high income skill set, right, you continue to grow your own personal ability to go out and make more money. And then you took that money as it grew. You, you reinvested to create the scalable business because it takes money to build infrastructure. Right. Then because your business scale, you have increased profit margins and then you take that money and you invest in high return assets. Right. And that is where your money is making you money. And that's the one that everybody's most excited about. That's the one that sounds the most attractive, right? Like your money making you money, right? That is the ultimate goal. There's this saying that you should get money and buy income, right? The reason why investing in high return assets is important and more importantly, cash flow producing assets is because retirement has nothing to do with time. It's not about being 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. It's about have I created enough income from investments that I don't have to trade time for that can cover my lifestyle, right? And that can happen at 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, right? It just depends on how you set things up, right? The goal is to get money and buy income because you don't want to trade your time forever, right? You can't go out and step on stage or get in front of all these people or do the group coaching or do the one-on-one service forever. And even if you could do it for a very long time, life is meant to be lived, right? So the goal is how can I create a business model or a system where, you know, if you really put it in play, right, the goal would be to work yourself out of phase one. And then now I have a system that makes me money independent of myself. I take that money and I reinvest and man, I am in a really, really, really good situation, It's double the win. So I strongly encourage you guys to follow this process so that you can build wealth strategically, right? 
All right, so let's do a quick recap. The wealth triangle. So, phase one, you making you money by having a high income skill set. Okay? Phase two, people or systems making you money by building a scalable business. And step three, investing in high return assets or money making you money. All right? So the key is, again, make sure that you don't find yourself stuck in phase one because you make more money and you spend more money and then you never have the ability to grow your business or you don't have the foresight to realize that you need to build a business that's independent of you, right? Because if you do that, you might have financial freedom, but you won't have time freedom. And the key to this model is that we want to create time freedom for your life, right? Time freedom plus financial freedom equals wealth. That is real wealth. Because if you have the money, but don't have the time, that sucks. If you have the time, but you're broke, that sucks, right? So you got to have that, that nice balance between the two. And the only way that you can do that is by following principles just like this. I'm not saying there's only one way to skin a cat or one way to milk a cow, right? But you have to follow a process and a system, hint, hint, a process to build wealth, right? And the wealth triangle is a great way to do that. Investing is something that fascinates many people. People want to learn how to do it, but they don't know where to start. They don't know what to invest in, where to open it up an account, and how much they should even be investing. And that's why I created a free educational workshop to show you exactly what you need to know about the fundamentals of investing. So if you want to learn more about investing, click the link in the show notes, and we'd love to be a resource to you to show you how you can start having your money work for you even when you're not working for it. So here's what I want you to do. Here's the takeaway. And this is a quick podcast because I wanted to give you actionable things that you could do um, as you head into this Labor Day weekend, right? To think about so that before this year is out, you can make sure that you're on a path to build this, right? Number one, what am I doing right now, right? Like, is it sucking my time? Have I invested enough in my skill set to be able to charge what I want to charge? And I did. I've done a podcast on how to charge your worth. And Maya talked about charging your worth. And, you know, there's there's plenty of content out there about that. If you want me to link that episode in the show notes, I will make sure you invest in yourself so you can charge more money for what you do. Right. You charge more money for what you do. Then that's going to give you the resources to invest in a scalable business. Right. And then let's just pause there. How can I make my business scalable? What am I based upon what I'm doing right now? How can I make my business scalable? Right. How can I do that? Can I offer a subscription model? Right. That's also another scalable way where it's like, hey, it's low ticket, but I can reach a ton of people. But really think about how you can build something that actually is scalable. Right. And then number three, as you build out that thing to scale, when you're paying attention to your margins and you have more money to be able to now go out and acquire assets, how can I purchase assets that are going to produce cash flow that will ultimately replace my lifestyle? Because you can really backdoor into it. Right. You can go out and say, all right, look, I know what kind of house I want to buy. I know what kind of car I want to drive. I know, you know, how much income I need to have to, to live the life that I want to live. And you can attach a number to that. 
right? And then once you have that number, all you have to then go out and do is reverse engineer the assets you have to acquire to cover that number, to meet your monthly goal, right? It's that simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's that simple, right? Because you're living off a relatively fixed amount of money now, by and large, right? Give or take. So it's like, okay, well, if I get assets that can that can rain, sleet, or snow, spit off 10K a month, then I'm going to be good, right? And that's the importance of buying income, right? Buying cash flow producing assets because I don't care how hard you work, right? You can't pass down a job or, or even a business where the only way it's going to make money is if you show up, right? The only way the business is going to make money if you show up, guess what? You can make $3 million a year and then you die and your kids get nothing, because you were the money machine, right? You need to go out and buy assets that produce the money. So if I go out and take that million dollars and I go buy a multi-unit property, right? That spits off seven, eight, nine, ten 10 grand a month, then great. Or if I take that million dollars and I purchase, you know, dividend paying assets and now I'm using the dividends as income, then great. You see what I'm saying? Like that is what you got to think about. How can I get money and buy income. And that is the last, that is the secret to building wealth is buying income. Because the moment you can buy income and you're not trading your time for it, then that gives you the ability to do whatever you want to do. Okay. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. So here's what I want you to do. Of course, I want you to share this episode with someone that you think it, that you think will find value in it. Right. Of course, I want you to leave a review because that would be great. Right. We're trying to grow the podcast, grow our reach. Right. And then number three. Right. I want you to go to georgeachenpong.com. Right. Where my podcast is hosted. And I want you to share with me there what steps you're taking to be able to position your own wealth triangle. I'm curious. Right. And if you're feeling lazy, just shoot me an, a DM on Instagram, George Pong Jr., I'm curious to know how you're going to build your own wealth triangle. All right, guys, hope this episode was helpful. I hope that you listen to this going into the Labor Day weekend and you do something to start building your own wealth triangle. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of the Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours?